watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. That's right. We're still watching it. It's crazy. It's still going. Yeah. I would have thought it'd be done by now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's still going. Yo ho ho. The uh, post, actually, we didn't take any, like, reasonable break. I was going to make some joke about a time skip with you going on vacation. But no, nothing was changed about the podcast schedule, so it doesn't work. Or does it? I don't know. I'm Jory. I don't. It's it's. I think this. I think this was the last thing I recorded before going on vacation, and now it's the first thing I'm recording when I'm back. So there's a good chance I don't know what I'm doing anymore. But <laughs> gotta wait and see. What are we doing this week? Oh, whole cake is still going on. Wow, can you believe it? Uh, we're covering 791 through 801. We're passing the 800 mark. Is that significant? I don't know if it is. Is every 100 significant? Um, I don't know. It is for the podcast comedy Bang Bang. Mm. I know they do special well, like episodes whenever they round off another hundo, as they refer to it. Yeah. I believe we're on track to, to round off our first hundo at the end of this year. And I wish <laughs> I wish we could hit episode 1,000 at that moment. But it's just it's just a little bit too mi- it's just a little bit too much for us to fit in because I think we'll be like like nine fifty nine sixty or something around then. Mm, yeah. But uh, I think we'll be yeah I think we'll I think we're rounding out Wano X two as we get there. Get, give or take, I have to watch more so I can finish the schedule because it's hard to make a schedule out of episodes I haven't seen yet. Uh, that's why the, <laughs> the schedule I posted only goes up through November. But it's fine. We're getting there, which is insane. Uh, but for now, <laughs> we are passing the 800 mark, which is, I guess, a big deal uh, as we continue. Uh, whole cake. Uh, there, there's some big drops in this. Um, they're they're largely done nonchalantly, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 neat. We got get a lot of Sanji stuff. We got some some Luffy Luffy fights a guy. Some shits happening. Uh, but we'll, I don't know, we'll get into it. This first, first episode, 791, is called The Forest of Sweets, Luffy versus Luffy. So there's only, like, Luffy, much like you, Jory, there's only one of him. <laughs> there is only one Monkey D. Luffy, and it's fucked up. So this up. is alarming. <laughs> it's this, fucked I up think, to even I pause think... it, there'd be a second. Spoilers for, I don't know, probably another 20 minutes of this podcast, but the person who has this power... Who who can mirror things? I think this is your worst enemy. Like the like of all the powers introduced in One Piece, I think someone who can perfectly reflect someone that there's only one of and duplicate things that there are only one of might be the 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 true rival of Jory. The thing that's like fucked up about this is like it's not just a mirror. Like it's not just a reflection. It's like a duplicate. It's very weird. Because at first, her, for a long her time, power is is metaphorically and literally a rabbit hole that this arc <laughs> fucking goes down, and like there are multiple white rabbits right going on in the, right now too. I, I it made me wonder if like Odo's like okay, this is I, I've got all this weird shit I just want I've had on a piece of paper. Let's just do it now. Let's just do all the weird it, shit right now. That's how it feels. <laughs> like it's it, it it feels pretty well tied together. Like. Because, like, the food stuff, between between Big Mom's power, which is basically revealed, again, nonchalantly in this chunk, between that, the way that her power works, how she uses it to create Tato Land, and 
all the food stuff, all the Alice in Wonderland stuff, and the way that works with Bru Lee's power, it's really just, it's, it's all just building on itself for some of the most weird shit that happens. Uh, and we're, we, we're, you know, we're starting to scratch the surface of it here as uh, we get lost in a forest that rearranges itself to fuck with you. Uh, which, spoiler, is what happens in uh, the first couple chunks. Which, you know, saying that stuff candidly, as we as we often do for the recap podcast, we'll probably go through some of these episodes a little quick because it's kind of just them being confused and lost for a while until bad guys show up and they have to fight. Yeah. But if you remember last time, 790 ends with Luffy seeing Sanji on the shore. They're supposed to meet Sanji and Pudding here on the shore. They see Sanji. Luffy says that he saw Pudding. I didn't. I never saw Pudding on the shore. I didn't see Pudding either. I only saw Sanji. Yeah, but Luffy runs off and Sanji disappears and they uh, they uh, eventually see them going into some woods and then we're in the woods for the rest of time. Uh, but I'm getting ahead of myself because before they actually do that, they get to the shore and they're like, ah, I saw Sanji, but where did he go? Pedro and Brooke separate off from everybody else. They take the shark submarine... And they're going on their own little mission to get that Poneglyph. Brooke, he's made for secret secret stuff because he can make a ghost go through walls. Uh, Carrot does not like his ghost. And then they go. They're off. There they go. Trying to sneak into uh, Sweet City. Which they don't really get very far in this chunk. But uh, there's some good scenes sort of doing other setup with them in the city. Uh, but yes, they're, on, this, they're now officially on Whole Cake Island, the Ark's namesake, because I think most things happen here. Everything's made out of cakes. Shocker. Uh, Luffy sees Sanji again, the fake Sanji, uh, but they don't know that yet. Did you ever assume this was really Sanji? I guess that's the question I can... Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what anyone think... could... <laughs> What did, so what did you think was going on before it was revealed? Like, I guess there's multiple times I could ask you that, because first you're seeing Sanji run ahead, then there's the second Luffy, and then there's, like, eight of everybody, very clearly not people. I assumed it was, uh, let me see if I, I've got this name right. So in Super Mario, it, it doesn't, the name doesn't reflect really much in the game, but there's, in Super Mario World, there's the Forest of Illusion. Which is his own. And I was just like, oh, this is a fucked up forest that, like, can... I, I was trying to, like, piece together how it could work, because everything I thought of was just very dumb, and I didn't think the fun piece <laughs> would go that dumb. It's like, the forest can, like, extract memories and trick you. But, sort of, in a way. Uh, but I, I, knew, I knew something was up. I knew there's no way there's just suddenly... Uh, I, like, Sanji's not gonna be there and walk away from them. He's gonna be excited to see his friends. And sadly, it can't be the person who could magically look like somebody else. Also, Bon Clay <laughs> never did touch Sanji, I think, is still, is still true. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah, so Sanji's, yeah, running, running through these woods. They lose him. They're falling behind. Yeah, I think it takes a little while for them to... We're, we're, I think it takes a while to become clear that the, the trees and the flowers and the such are alive in the way that everything here is alive yeah which gets explained and we'll touch on i, I kind of caught on when they started to like get lost and stuff as to what was going on but this is a weird place yeah it's a it's a little strange i suppose uh so nami's very confused because she's like why would sanji run away from us is he embarrassed about what happened 
No. Uh, the I, I put in my notes the kids want to split up, referring to Luffy, Chopper, and uh, Carrot, because they're like, let's go this way because that's the food I want to eat in these woods because everything there's like a field of lollipops or whatever, and they decide not to split up. Nami says stay near them, and they just start eating everything near them, and eventually they go across this bridge that I think is donuts or something, and then a uh, big gator comes out and eats the bridge and almost Nami, and then Luffy saves her, and the big gator is like, it talks, and it's just like, oh, only humans, and then walks away. Does not care for them at all. <laughs> and then Nami decides that they should just go back to the shore because that's not Sanji. Let's just bounce and do what Pudding said to do. Uh, but then a second Luffy shows up. And it says, no, I'm Luffy. And they fight. Uh, and they also see Sanji up in a tree with a lollipop. And he says, hey, angel. Uh, no, he yeah, doesn't. But I, it is. I was, I was I, wondering if the lollipop was like. They give Sanji a lollipop. That can't not be on purpose a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's it's really weird. I, I did like the gag when they saw the giant crocodile that could talk. And Nami's like. That's fucked up that animals can talk. And then Chopper and oh, yeah. Carrot are like, what? what the fuck is wrong with you with us And I right took now? that personally. <laughs> yeah, that's it's interesting how there's now three different ways an animal can be alive in this universe. Uh, one of which is Chopper, which is the only case that's ever happened that way. But I guess I guess if you group him in with zoned fruits, that's that's three different ways. But uh, anyway, so that, that fake Sanji runs off, and the furries chase him, and Nami also goes after as well, uh, but Luffy starts to fight himself. Luffy versus Luffy. Uh, everything Classic the real Luffy trope. does. Yes. Man versus perfect reflection of man. <laughs> as he does gomu gomu, no gatling, he gets an exact one back, uh, matching every fist. I think this shot's in the opening as well. Maybe not. Yet soon, I don't know, they changed it a couple times. And I didn't really watch him in this trunk. But I remember it. Uh, but that's the end of 791, is the, the Luffy fight, which, well, yeah, we've already sort of talked about what it is. But yeah, the Brulee's power and how she is able to use it is way too broad. <laughs> Not, like, in a way that I think is broken or bad for the narrative, just, like, insane <laughs> to yeah. think about. That's, I'd say that's, that's about how I'd explain it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like way too well, nuts. We'll, 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 we'll get into it more as it, it shows more up. But uh, 792, Nami and Chopper and Carrot run past a big man. A big man's head. A big man is stuck in the ground and they see his head and his hands. And he's like, hey, I would really like some apple juice. And they're like, no. <laughs> and they run away. This big guy, we'll get his name eventually, and he'll become important as time goes on. But he's just, like, stuck in the ground. And I think he's, if he doesn't say it here, he says it soon that he did this on purpose. He chose to be buried in the ground. They assume he's a giant because his head is huge and his hands are huge. (laughs) Spoiler, he's not. Yeah. He's a pretty regular guy, at least by One Piece standards under there. Uh, But they're like, all right, fuck off, big headband. And they run past. And then they are attacked by a rabbit man who is riding a bird. A 
a a, a crane specifically, and it only ever says crane. Uh, but Carrot sort of fends them off. She knows she can tell pretty quickly it's not a mink. It can't use electro. So is it a devil fruit power? I don't know. It hasn't. That, it, that bunny boy that has a name that I can't remember now. The the thing that I mean was like I don't know if it's like it's definitely not a mink because uh, minks are like more like furries than they are like how he looks. Mm-hmm. But um, I also was like I don't know if that uh, it's got. I mean I'm sure it has to be a devil fruit power, but also it's. He looks way too much like a regular ass rabbit for it to be like a yeah. power too. So his name's Randolph. When they explained named. it, I was like, "Fuck, this is our. This is too much, and we're just getting started." Yep. Uh, so yeah, it, it does get explained in this chunk as well. But yeah, so that so that's a new you know a, a million problems being introduced in this forest, uh, and they're not even actually lost yet uh, because they decide to turn back they're like we'll just turn around we'll leave uh, at this point they're in a different a new like a new sort of section of the forest that looks a little bit different there's like clocks on some of the trees and nami like checks her log pose and all the compass needles are spinning and then the clocks and the trees start spinning wildly and then the forest starts to sing at them and you know i don't have lyrics or anything written down it's <laughs> we're not here trying to recap a musical but they do mention the name Brulee. This is the first time it's mentioned. Yeah. What? What? Her name is surely a food thing as well. Uh, I think it's I supposed can... to be for creme brulee. Oh, that's probably it. It's they just, pronounce they, it brulee. They, spe- they they pronounce it. Well, issues aside with uh R's and L's of one of your native Japanese speaker, it's pronounced oh, like kind of weird too. Okay, I'll probably I have been reading it as Brulee for so long, but I realize now it's sounding more and more like i'm saying bruce lee which is not the reference point <laughs> that it would be brulee. cool if she if she, if she was <laughs> modeled after bruce lee yeah uh but that's the first mention of her name she hasn't shown well technically she has shown up but we it's not been revealed that she is here yet you know the, the forest is clearly fucking with them at this point and all these face yeah. all these trees and all these bushes and flowers or whatever uh have faces and sentience to some extent uh, and then Carrot fights the the rabbit, whose name is Randolph, a little bit more. T- to make it more evident that this isn't Sanji, we check on the real Sanji, who is on the Germa uh, ship. And he's walking through the halls of this castle thing. The ship, the, the Germa ship is like, have you ever played Carcassonne? It, it, the ship is like a castle, but like, separ- uh, like uh, made out of a bunch of tiles that can separate and reform itself. Oh. It's very interesting. We see, like, one shot of it forming, because I think all of them are, like, separate snails or something mm, that yeah. break off and reconnect, because it's not, like, an actual country, but they are still recognized royalty, at least at, at this point. They talk about it near the end that they probably won't be soon. But anyway, Sanji walks past a, a piece of, like, a, a chunk of the wall that's damaged and reminisces about being beaten against it when he was younger. Cool. It's fucked up. What a sad fucking backstory this guy has. Like, uh, I, I think, I think we've said this exact thing on the podcast before that he just, the fact that he was just at some age working on a ship and had no family <laughs> was probably not a good sign. But like, yeah, I don't think we ever really thought about it until, uh, until they really bring it to the attention here that like. 
Oh, he had to get there somehow. <laughs> he ran away from something. Uh, but yes, we'll, we we some of that is is, is sprinkled uh, throughout this chunk a bit, especially near the end. Also, yeah, have we talked about the Mister Prince thing yet? In retrospect, yet? Um, did that come up last time? Uh, I think it briefly, it was like, and they they call him a prince later, and it's like, oh, okay, that's probably where it very comes from. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that. That's a thing he just says for no fucking reason in Alabasta, and then it, he, no, it starts here in, we uh, are. It starts on uh, the giant island when he's on Mister Three's uh, transponder snail. Yeah, that, that's when yeah, he first says it. He calls himself uh, Mister Prince on the phone, and I'm like, huh? And here we are. <laughs> that's like episode like eighty. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I Lord knows how much Oda considered because I, I everything with Sanji feels reinvented every so many episodes but uh i i mean that's the thing too is like one piece has always had like sort of found family stuff and for them to like circle back and be like yeah sanji has particularly bad blood family is it's not out of left field but this is already feeling like this is the most explicit of a found family story than the other ones oh yeah absolutely um yeah because i can't like we don't have a lot of de- like like uh details about like well I guess we we have enough details to know that Luffy just never knew his dad, but like yeah like every everything has sort of been shorthand for yeah. getting a like they just didn't have a family they got away from a family and then like this is the most explicit like no Sanji spent a lot of time with his family they fucking sucked though <laughs> like we don't even know if Zoro ever had a family we don't. <laughs> Does Zoro knows? Have, does Zoro have a belly button? Hmm. Was That's, he grown in a lab? <laughs> was Zoro grown belly button, in a lab? We need. We got a. We got some problems if if he doesn't have a belly button. It's hard to say. How how I mean, how often do anime characters have belly buttons anyway? A lot of them That's don't have nipples. Point. So I'm not sure if that holds up in the in a court of anime law, but. <laughs> <laughs> like we that doesn't even have a family like period like i don't even yeah, know if he, he thinks yeah. of his like dojo as like a found family i don't know he I, I, yeah he's very uh stoic it's hard to say maybe, maybe we'll get there someday and by the end of wano <laughs> something anything <laughs> oh he's a uh, momonosuke's brother <laughs> 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 that'd be really bad that that'd be ridiculous for reasons you don't even you couldn't comprehend at this moment. Oh no! <laughs> I'm glad there's still fear for me. Yeah. Yes, that's gonna be the thing about like when we eventually catch up and we're like, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. We're, we're already approaching things that like I don't know the answer to, which is fun. It's like, oh yeah, this is scary for both of us. Well, uh, yes, Sanji's trauma. Um, yes, he talks to his younger brother, Yanji, the green one. Um, and I don't, I don't remember what they're arguing about now, but he calls him a fool. I think it's because he's, it's the marriage stuff that he just doesn't want to do. Uh, he says like, ah, oh, you're dumb to turn it down. Uh, so he's calling him a fool. Sanji just keeps saying, go away. And they sort of fight. We don't really get to see it. That cuts away. But it is implied later that Sanji, <laughs> uh, kind of won. In a very uh, concerning scene, but uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I do want to talk about when we get there. Oh yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot here. Now we're gonna go back to the 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 stuff in the woods, which I don't know if it's been called the seducing woods yet. 
on screen in this episode, but it is the name of this area in on the whole cake. But the, the rabbit on the crane that's chasing them throws a spear. It hits the big guy. The big guy who has pink hair, by the way. The big, the big head that's just sticking out of the ground. I don't know at what point you clocked who he might be related to because of how he looks. But once he starts... Uh, once he, there's once a point he explains he who makes he is, I was like, oh, okay. I, I pieced it all together. Like, the, yeah. s- someone showed a clip of someone... Tw- uh, I think it's Martin retweeted someone saying this show is so fucking bad about Sherlock. It's a clip of Sherlock doing like fucking oh the mind palace thing, the yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's that that's me. Whenever I watch the show and I realize things because I'm as smart mm-hmm. as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's also what like Nami gets a big flashback of of that exactly. And I, I want there should be Nami in the corner doing the hand motions. How <laughs> yeah. dog plays briefly. <laughs> uh, wild that that man has a career still and he's. Really good, actually. He's a great actor. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about Stephen Moffat. I was like, I don't think he has a crystal. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so the spear lands on the big guy's head, and Luffy's still fighting Luffy. And then, like, Nami and uh, the rest of them run by, and are like, Luffy, we're leaving. And Luffy's like, oh, okay, and then, like, goes with them. And then, like, the other one runs the other direction because they're perfect mirrors, and... At some point, it becomes clear that the Luffy that went with them is not the real Luffy. He tries to say it. <laughs> like, he's like, wait a minute, that's not me. And then just yeah. covers up his mouth because it's mimicking the real one that is now lost the other direction. It's a very, very funny, dumb bit that makes <laughs> not a lot of sense if you think about it, but <laughs> enough that it's, it's, it's funny to watch. And it separates them and, you know, narrative purpose. Uh, but then they run back into the big head and they're like, wait a minute. We went in a straight line. And now we're here. How did this happen? And this is when they realize that the woods are moving around them. Uh, shifting, and there was never actually a path that you follow. Just just what we appeared to make a path. And uh, this fake Luffy now uh, reveals itself to be a fake appearance. It's, it's Brulee, this tall, old, older-looking woman, the eighth daughter of etc., etc., of, Char- of Charlotte Linlin. As we'll learn her name is. Yeah, she can make herself look like other things with her mirror power. Um, it's one of the million things she can do with her mirror power. So she's been here the whole time. And she can just perfectly mimic whatever with her with her mirror. And she kind of captures Nami. She kind of grabs Nami, and that's the cliffhanger of this episode. She's kind of a... Uh, she has a... They don't really show it in this chunk that there's like a cabin out in the woods that's hers... It's kind of... Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, it's kind of that. A little. It feels that way. I don't know if they ever... I don't remember if they go farther into that. But that's... Once I... Like, there's a... They cut later to a... A... Yeah, cabin out there that's outside of the woods and has a big mirror on the back of it that makes it pretty clear it's hers. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that's... I guess that's the vibe they're going at with her. With... Despite all the, the mirror stuff. But yeah, so that's that episode. Uh, and 793 opens with the, a, a shot of Jerma kind of connecting itself. Like, one of the ships comes in and connects to the rest of the ship, and then, like, the gates kind of go down to connect it. It's very interesting that it can just kind of rearrange in whatever way it is. It, it reminded me of, like, a tile map-making game. Um, but then, yeah, you just kind of, this is kind of a little bit of an introduction, a little bit more to, uh, Jerma 
on the 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 smaller level as Sanji watches it. The the soldiers train every day. They're that's all they do. They just exist for this. Fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> war. War never changes, etc. Or alternatively, war war has changed. As for Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots. Wow. War <laughs> has war changed. Ko- Kojima versus whoever writes the Fallout games. I don't know if there's one guy. Uh- Versus Ron Perlman, because he's the one who does the voiceover. Oh, sure. I'm surprised he hasn't been in a Kojima game. I think it's. I think the reason that feels like it should have happened is the Del Toro connection, because um, Perlman's in like, I, all those movies. I, I could... The only reason I could think of is kind of mean, is that per- Perlman is kind of a unique-looking man, uh, <laughs> while mm-hmm. someone like Mads Mikkelsen is like... <laughs> a chiseled god <laughs> or like in, in and, a unique way though and guillermo is a cool director mm-hmm. but also yeah, no, i like mean all... he put fucking conan o'brien in death stranding and he's he's like a six nine <laughs> freak so <laughs> yeah i don't know i i think perlman would have fit in well to the 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 cast that uh kojima has built i started playing death stranding and i just never picked it up again Maybe I should, now that I'm done editing interstitial. Because I think that's why. <laughs> I never went back to, like, this is too much of an investment. I gotta edit a podcast. Uh, but anyway, Sanji's yeah up up looking down on all this training stuff and walks back into the room and argues with his sister, Reiju, about um, this portrait they have of their dad uh, beheading four kings at once, which has not happened, but is a goal of his. <laughs> that's hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is, I think it was around this point when I realized, y- you know, you know Sanji's dad's a bad guy because he just named his sons after numbers because he, he doesn't think of them as, like, children. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they are objects. And I, I, I fear for, uh, the reason why his daughter's different. <laughs> I, I have theories on this family that we'll get to, that we can get to towards the end. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yes, this is basically our introduction to Sanji's father. His name is Judge. <laughs> Very Judge cool. Judge uh, Smoke. He's a he's you know a bigger, wider guy, tall, but more or less operates the same way. Has the same sort of raid suit technology that the other kids we saw have. And after the, yeah, this the, they talk about this portrait. He enters the room and argues with Sanji about you know calls him his son, finally having a purpose. Yada yada yada. You're a failure. Uh, there's a lot of just, a lot of just everyone calling Sanji just a useless piece of shit in this, in this chunk that I, you know, my notes would be twice as long if I wrote down every time it happened. (laughs) But in this conversation, Sanji says, if I were to call someone a father, it wouldn't be you. We all know what that means. But he's also yelling at Sanji for beating up, uh, Yanji, his younger brother. And is like, well, I guess I'm just stronger than him then. Not my problem. (laughs) Yeah, makes a good point there. You just get stronger. Yeah. Maybe you <laughs> fucked up, Dad, if I'm stronger than Yanji. <laughs> Remember when they used to be mean to me? Well, not anymore, and it's your fault for not making them strong enough to be mean to me still. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so the judge says something like, uh, real men fight with their fists or whatever, so they're going to go outside and fight. Uh, Luffy's still lost in the woods, whatever. Uh, Sanji's fighting his dad. Um, Yanji... This scene's really funny. Uh, Yaji, we see him getting his face repaired. I think it's... There's 
two jokes going on here. One you don't have the context for, but the other one that Sanji oh, can no. just fuck up faces. It, it, this has now happened <laughs> twice. I didn't even think about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I didn't even think about being related to, like, Duval. Yeah. I was just thinking, why the fuck is he... God, he used, like, a giant compressed, uh, like, press thing to fix he his face. He needs a hydraulic press to fix his face after getting kicked by Sanji. It is very funny uh, and also interesting that it is included here. But yes, well, yeah, yeah, you said you had theories about these fuckos. But yeah, I, I immediately thought of the Duval thing. If I if, uh, find out that, like, Vegapunk has worked with this family, I'm gonna be pissed. That's just how Frankie, like, fixes his face. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, I bet, I bet, yeah. I he bet probably had, had, like, tiny hydraulic presses so he can get his chin perfect. Oh, yeah, the the, the perfect sort of Chad look. <laughs> Which, that's the other thing. All oh, these guys are perfectly sculpted chads. <laughs> I love... <laughs> I'll get out of the way. I like how Sanji has, like, the most normal hair out of them, but they all have the same fucking comb over. <laughs> Everyone else is just, yeah, just, like, stupid and his they is normal. All have, they all have curly <laughs> eyebrows and cover one of them. But yeah, no, they're like... Sanji. Sanji's an anime pretty boy, sure. But, like, his siblings are, like anime characters like they are <laughs> they, there is an um, in-universe cartoon about them and they look the same um so something that's like they look like uh who's the artist osamu tezuka the guy who did like cyborg 009 and devil man and like Astro oh, Boy, sure. I think, and stuff Th that's how their designs look and i wonder if that's intentional or if i'm like they just look like older anime characters with their ridiculous hair, so that's where I'm drawing the comparison. Uh, I think I think it's a little bit column A, column B. Um, the the Astro Boy comparison, and that's the thing. They're they're clearly like Sentai characters, so I think there yes, is an older yeah, style definitely. being drawn on. They are they are just Power Rangers, and it's very funny. But yeah, no, their their hair is ridiculous, and I think it is leaning into that older sort of style that you know, yeah one piece you go to a place people that lay look different cool next yeah. arc happens again <laughs> after that sort of yanji getting his face fixed scene uh we see sanji uh fight judge a little bit because they're arguing sanji's just gonna leave after the wedding he's like i'm going back to my crew i don't you know i mean i did this to save them and i'm just gonna fuck off after you get what you want out of me judge is like well no you can't do that because it would look bad it would look like a betrayal for what we're doing so you can't leave and so they're gonna fight but qu quickly there is a a flashback of baby sanji cooking unfortunately he did not have chopper here to doctor because he uh gets regularly bullied for it he also sounds like chopper he does sound a lot like <laughs> chopper in the in the japanese here i don't know if it's the same actor if it's just that's just a coincidence of younger <laughs> sounding but because i didn't check but I did think the same thing. Uh, but yes, he's getting bullied and uh, beaten up for making food for rats. Uh, or so they say. I immediately googled Sanji and Ratatouille and I found an image of them cook of him and Remy cooking together. I was like, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they yell at him. We see younger version of all the other kids. They're all color coordinated and their shirts have whatever number they are on them. <laughs> Including Sanji. Uh, but they're like, royalty mustn't cook. You don't act below what you are. And uh, Sanji tries to punch his brother, but it just doesn't do anything. It just kind of bounces off of him. 
and then they beat the shit out of him. They all three of them. Uh, Reiji doesn't beat him up. She does walk by and laugh at one point. Uh, with with their dad and Sanji, like reaches out and asks for help, and his dad's like, "Why? Why would I do that? You're clearly not a good soldier. You're a disgrace. Why would I help you?" And then he walks away, and that's when Reiji laughs, and the beating is continue. So that's fucked up and sad. Yeah, I'm. I'm also um concerned about. Uh, I don't. I actually don't have a theory on this part specifically, but I'm just like, huh. The sister isn't involved in the brother bullshit. I wonder. I wonder if something's she's, going on there. She's different. She's <laughs> not nice. And I, you know, it, there is a context here where Saji is the nicest person, which is insane to think about. Um, <laughs> retroact, like in out of context, but. <laughs> The the three worst guys imaginable, and then a sister who's not great. <laughs> but hey, sometimes that's how families are. But yeah, so Sanji's Sanji's different in, in cooking and uh, gets beaten up for it. And then back in the present, Sanji, you know, Sanji and Judge exchange some kicks or whatever. And what does Judge fight with a big spear? I think. Yeah. They they give Sanji a sword, and he's like, "I trained you to use a sword. Fight me." And Sanji's like. My hands are only for cooking. And that's the big uh, dramatic cliffhanger at this one. That that's still his bit. Good thing about this whole place being made of food, Sanji. I think you're still going to be able to... <laughs> I think you could use your hands a little bit. <laughs> you can still be cooking. Yeah, it's kind of a, a perfect match that San- Sanji deals with all his family stuff here. And the sort of backdrop of it is... Big Mom's idea of family, which is also not good, uh, and also all of its food. Like it's kind of all perfectly concocted. I think. I I do. I was thinking around this stuff is that I'm glad that there's like the Big Mom thing going on too, because like Luffy's got other shit he's got to worry about. So it's not gonna be Sanji getting the shit kicked out of him by his family and then going, Luffy, you gotta kill my family for me. Like I know, I know Sanji's gonna be able to hopefully uh solve some of his own problems <laughs> with also yeah, Luffy I, there to encourage him which is it's I, nice i like this arc a lot and how it sort of lines up all these different threads at once i, I yeah and well you know we'll be talking about it for the next couple months but i i think it's good about that and i yeah it's it's a good balance of people having things to do and it doesn't feel like we're starting an arc and then half the straw hats are fucking off <laughs> which it yeah. just starts with a smaller amount of people for reasons that we understand at the top, which is Wano set up. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the end of 790... Th- or yeah, 793. We'll go into 794, which is more of Sanji fighting Judge. Sanji's, you know, getting his ass kicked. Uh, he's getting thrown around, <laughs> kicked by Rocket Feet, because he's, his dad's a Power Rangers boss or whatever. And uh, Sanji thinks and talks to young Sanji. Uh, we get a flash of Sanji, young Sanji wearing some sort of iron mask. Not a great image. Not hopeful in any way. Uh, but Sanji, you know, thinks back to his younger self and says, uh, you know, does, does being related by blood demand any respect? It's not like you have any good memories of this man. I know writers who use subtlety and they're all cowards. It's, <laughs> I, I like this stuff. I, I, I think it's, I, I like how blatant it is, especially considering the demographic is, you know, younger. Like, I, don't, I mean, 
the demographics probably changed because when something's been on 20 years, you're making some, like, if the same audience has stayed with it, they've grown up. And I think One Piece has gone back and forth at, like, drugs are bad versus <laughs> I think this is good. Uh, but, it, but yeah, I, I, I like the, the, the blatantness of just, like, this dad fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> no good memories of the man. I debate me. In the marketplace of ideas, but I'm just gonna go on the record and say probably not great guy, judge. You're not pro child soldier. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sanji goes to do a stronger kick attack at Judge, who is coming at him, but Judge does the same thing that uh, Ichiji did in the last chunk, which is summon a wall of uh, rando guys to stand in between him and his attack. That doesn't seem very like and Sanji manly doesn't attack. To do like. No. If you're gonna settle your problems like men, that seems like a bullshit way to sol- to like throw the fight. Yeah, there's probably some. He'd probably make some argument about using resources he has. Uh, people pledging fealty to him and dying for him is probably some mark in his eyes. But Sanji doesn't attack. He stops and yells at him <laughs> to get out of the way. Judge, however, stabs through a guy to hit Sanji and uh, beats beats his ass. A lot of asses getting beat in this chunk. Sanji, flashback Sanji, Luffy, etc. But anyways, we go back to Luffy now, who is getting attacked by the trees. He actually is not getting his ass beat by the trees, because he, he kind of beats their ass. But then, it doesn't really show him running away from them, but the next time we see him, he's in a different spot. So I guess he, he's doing okay for now. Brooke and Pedro are trying to sneak into the city, uh, but they overhear some news breaking. or Well, yeah, uh, the, everyone's getting a newspaper and learning that Jinbei is a traitor to big mom we didn't see how that scene ended and brooks like mm, he's an, i don't really think that sounds like something jinbei would do because he's a very honorable guy and it seems like he like he didn't join the straw hats because he had things to tidy up but we uh we don't know how that went but i don't know if this is a good sign <laughs> um and i think i think maybe some of that's in a later scene i think i'm combining two uh two new scenes but Luffy just ends up running back into the big guy with the big head. He's like, can you get the spear out of my head? And Luffy's like, yeah, sure. No problem, big guy. And they're like, all right, now can you give me some apple juice? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But then he sees Chopper just hanging there, fucking empty eyes. And Chopper runs away. Luffy ends up chasing him. And in another scene, this episode cuts back and forth a lot. Because now we're back to Saji. He was yelling at his dad for somehow getting worse. (laughs) Is like, you're somehow worse than you were when I ran away. It's impressive, really, that you managed to pull that off. Yeah. He doesn't really understand, like, with, with this sort of force he has with his army and, you know, the, the, the three sons that do what he wants them to do, why he needs to make some sort of alliance with Big Mom. Why can't he just go conquer North Blue? But Judge says he does need Big Mom's power and influence that'll come with the marriage. Uh, and he's like, look, I know it's all bullshit, but this is the only way to make any sort of alliance and i didn't want to waste any of my good sons on this so i remembered i had another one <laughs> i remember i had one that sucked i remembered i had a, a complete <laughs> failure that i was just like ah, maybe i can salvage this and that's uh i mean that's that's the there's the short version um reiju puts two cuffs on sanji's hands that will explode if he leaves the island they're not like handcuffs stuck together just like two sort of bracelets your big mom planned ahead gave those to 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 judge 
technically it was uh, Tamago who gave it. We've seen a flashback, but Big Mom has the key. So cool. Another sort of frame around this arc is now Sanji has to get those off or lose his just, hands if he wants to leave. Just gotta get Rayleigh to uh, hockey him off. That's true. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. I am. I thought about that, and I can't believe you remembered that detail, because it doesn't really... It, I don't feel like it stands out in that arc. Uh, that I mean, you thought... It stands out to me. Because when they, when they pointed out the... When they pointed out that it's like the collars that the Celestial Dragons use for slaves, I was like, oh... Yeah, oh immediately. yeah! I was like, you just gotta get right. can be gotta, Just gotta get huh. Rayleigh to to hockey him off. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Easy done, right? Luffy's probably got his. He can text him or <laughs> something, right? Some transponder snail. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's it for now. And uh, back in the forest, Luffy's chasing Chopper, and then he sees all his friends and pudding, uh, just kind of going around, bouncing between trees and. We'll learn a little bit more about that in the next episode, but uh, it ends with a flashback of Sanji going to Zeff with a like bandaged, fucked up hands, and he's like, "You gotta take better care of your hands," and he's putting bandages on them. So that's that. Seven ninety five. This is, I guess, the rest of the Jinbei news being a traitor, and Brooks like mm, doesn't sound right, but okay. And then they uh, stumble upon a window that they look through, and uh, pudding's in there, and they're like, "Why the? Why is she here and not?" meeting where she's supposed to be and they give her the benefit of the doubt <laughs> they say yeah. i guess she got caught up in wedding stuff you know what can she do because yeah. tama goes in there kind of shadowed but it's obvious i mean one guy looks like an egg in this show <laughs> the egg man don't correct me if i'm forgetting another egg guy but Tamago <laughs> here looks like an egg and uh yeah she needs to pick out a dress and Tamago goes outside and discusses with some guards that they know literally everything the Straw Hats are planning and doing and who is where at the moment. <laughs> and Pedro and Brooke are like, ah, fuck. Ah, shit and piss. Come, maybe. I thought they were going to be in and out, personally. I, I really thought it was going to all go off without a hitch. Tamago also knows Pedro from the, the history sort of mentioned last time. Yeah. <laughs> but, so Tamago's like, I have a pretty good idea what Pedro's going after. I, I like what he said. Cause, and they're all like, shit! Because he, he's like, these are these are the ones they have. There's a drawing of Carrot, then they got Brooke next to drawing of Pedro. He's like, you got the fucking cat wrong. It's not that kind of cat. It's this kind of cat. Stupid That's idiot. true. He does correct what type of cat it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's not a leopard, it's a jaguar. What do I pay you for? <laughs> it's very funny. Which I wouldn't have known. I would have just drawn a cat as well, <laughs> if it were me. I'm sure some people was like when this came out, being like, "Oh, confirmed future Straw Hats confirmed," because <laughs> they're being called Straw Hats in this uh, scene. Yeah, like I don't a carrot maybe, <laughs> but he, I do love carrot. I don't know, hard to say. <laughs> they, they need another woman. That they they do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the, the 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 state of who is and isn't a Straw Hat at this point is. At uh, uh, an all-time who fucking knows. <laughs> but I think that's the thing that, like, the fleet complicates of just, like, yeah, maybe a lot of these people will follow Luffy into the end game, but I don't know if they're core crew. And the other thing, too, is at the in the first chapter or whatever, Luffy's <laughs> like, I think ten guys is the right amount of guys. <laughs> and I think there's, you know, I, I could see Otis really sticking to that, but the, the fleet's also a good... uh sort of work around, cheap yeah. answer where it's like yeah it's like oh maybe all these guys join Bart's crew or whatever or one of the other crews they set up in that episode 
anyways, um, we cut now to Gang Beje and his child, Pez. <laughs> I hate his kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has a five o'clock shadow? <laughs> yeah, because he has a fucking mustache. Why's a little kid have a mustache? Why's a little kid an Italian mobster already? Runs in the family. <laughs> hey. His little, his little binky is also a cigar. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but we, we see also the mother and the wife uh, is Chiffon, 22nd daughter. Eh, she looks like Lola, but she's not Lola. She's Chiffon. So I guess there's twins or whatever. <laughs> That's why we saw someone earlier who looked like Lola. Just off screen is Peckham's, who is chained up and going to die. Uh, Beje asks if he has any last words, and after many beats, Peckham says he's underestimating Big Mom, and then Beje shoots him, and he falls <laughs> into the sea. He's sleeping with the fishes. Hey, you made my son cry while I'm shooting you. I'm surprised he didn't say that. It would have been pretty funny, but... It is true. Anyways, yes, that's probably bad for Peckham's. Yeah. He's certainly not survived gunshots before. But this is how he fell into the ocean. That's true. I don't know if those change your sea prism stone, though. I would assume so, but... I would, too, but they didn't draw attention to it, so I don't know. Or I blinked. <laughs> I don't think they said anything. Either they didn't say it, or I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Uh, anyways, Luffy catches up with all the people he's been chasing, but they're clearly, like, monkeys. In disguise, like, I don't even know how to describe the noises they're making. <laughs> yeah. He says barking at one point, but they're making monkey noises. The I immediately knew some of those up when Chopper... There is one Nami that's an <laughs> owl, also. When, like, Chopper right away, like, on all fours, it's like, Chopper doesn't do that. Like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> even ever. when we saw Chopper, like, regular Chopper form, he doesn't do that at the beginning also he shows up and just stands there kind of blair witching it before he runs <laughs> yeah. off so who knows really what the deal was but yeah I, I it's i think it's at some point uh luffy i don't think he's caught them yet. oh he does he ca he ties up a sanji and it's like what's your deal and then another sanji shows up picking his nose <laughs> and he's like why are there two sanjis <laughs> yeah. um but that's the end of that scene it, yeah I, i've already sort of said they're all animals that Spoiler, Bruley made to look like these people, but it takes Luffy a while to figure that out uh, as he ties them all up and collects <laughs> yeah. them in front of the the big guy's head. And he asks uh, him for answers, and he doesn't uh, give them. But he kind of knows them. Anyways, Big Mom has a meeting with Caesar. <laughs> this is awesome. If you remember this, if you remember this thread that he was, you know, that's the reason the Big Mom pirates came uh, or one, I guess one of two reasons the Big Mom Pirates came to get him from uh, Dress Rosa a million episodes ago was uh, that Caesar Clown was doing research for her and hadn't delivered yet. So sh she's like, hey, bro, I'm c checking on my ROI, gave you a lot of money, what's the deal? And she explains that her dream of this place <laughs> is not just to be fully diverse every type of person is here she wants all of them to be eye level at the table so he was she was paying him to make giant like giant he she wants everyone to be her size so that's why he was doing the giant studies and he being the big brain scientist he is knew that would literally never work <laughs> So he just kept taking the money and blowing it on alcohol awesome. and women. He just, he, he's like, well, 
Because it's like, you can't say no to Big... Absolute king shit. You can't shit. say no to Big Mom because she'll just fucking, like, kill him or something, I'm sure. So he's like, the fuck? I guess I'll do it. No, yeah, I absolutely. guess I'll try. No, just, <laughs> and then he just takes his money and fucks he, off. He, so just, like, go to the host club. It's awesome. <laughs> it rules. Absolute king. Fucking Caesar, Caesar Chad. <laughs> you know what? him. new straw hat. Boss him might do the same. But Jory, what about like experimenting on kids and like killing people who work for you? Who cares? Forget about that. Just don't think about it. Who cares? Don't think about it. <laughs> it's it means to an end. In the end, is that he's a Chad. <laughs> I love, I love the just. The, he's got a funny laugh. <laughs> the imagery of him like with all the like hot women is incredible because <laughs> he's like a fucked up gas it's man. So funny next to like these regular ass women. <laughs> Uh, it's such a funny scene. It does almost make you forget the atrocities he brought upon millions of people. <laughs> and, uh, I like uh, he's just like almost. <laughs> well, Joker's up. I think because Joker's on my side, I can do whatever. And it's like, oh fuck! I guess they actually beat him. Shit. <laughs> fuck! They beat the Joker. But yeah, so Caesar Clown tries to spin this as, well, I was, I almost did it, but then Luffy and Law fucked everything up, and he. <laughs> fake cries about it eventually she's like well i made a complete replica of the lab so you can keep doing your work here really go do good. it you got two weeks uh she also mentions that it was made entirely out of uh candy the replicas because of the minister of candy can make anything out of candy and as caesar goes and sees this new laboratory we are introduced to that minister of candy, the eldest son of the uh, of the Charlotte line, Pero Sparrow, this fucking annoying asshole, has the longest tongue. He's fucking lick a tongue man. <laughs> he had the lick lick fruit, which lets him make things out of candy. But he's always making that lick sound. He's always doing the raro raro thing <laughs> yeah. and licking Wait, a big no, lollipop. Like, huh, that's really weird. That's the JoJo thing from thirty years ago, almost. Which is yeah, I always forget how old. Jojo actually is because of I mean the gap is closing between manga yeah. and anime because of part 6 and eventually 7 but it is wild to think about some of the early stuff especially but yeah Pero Sparrow here eldest son minister of candy absolute fuck about town he now holds Caesar Clown's heart because Sanji gave it to Vito we get we see that in a flashback to Sanji before he left gave it to Vito and the episode ends uh, with Luffy collecting all of his idiot friends and bringing them to the big guy's head. He's, like, trying to figure out what the deal is there. I, I like the, he, he stacks them up, he's like, all right, now that I've got everyone here, how did you multiply? <laughs> it's not like, like yeah. he doesn't. And why are you barking? Yeah, it's not like, oh, there's something wrong here. These aren't my friends. It's, what the fuck are my friends doing? Why are my friends acting weird? <laughs> why are my friends weird? I mean, that's. That's that's Luffy. That's him not knowing, uh, <laughs> not believe, not understanding that a uh, Soga King might look like somebody else. He does. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I I was I got him confused with somebody else. Is what it is. Seven ninety six. Uh, starts with. Uh, technically, this is before the title card. It's been a while since new information has been before the title card. But we see a bunch of people march into a chapel where they see those little blob guys. And they say, leave or life. And everybody picks life. And when they do, the blob pulls a little, you know, ball out of them. 
and puts it in a basket, and we'll learn what that is uh, at the end of the episode. But these are the little blob guys we saw in the last chunk who came by and cleaned up uh, the the mess of I don't know what who what son got murked. I don't remember. She killed one. Big Mom killed one of yeah. her sons in the last chunk. No big deal. Yeah, it's fine. It wasn't one of their <laughs> memorable ones. Well, she's got a lot of them. She, yeah, I guess it happens from time to time. I wonder how long it would take for her to notice. He wasn't a minister of anything, I guess. I guess that's the thing. If it was, like, minister of some shit, it'd probably matter. Minister of uh, nuts. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, well, yeah, we'll learn about that scene a little bit later and talk about Big Mom's power. But for now, Luffy's yelling at all of the friends that he collected. And um, as he's yelling at them, like, what happened? Oh, uh, the real Nami is actually in here. And she's like... Hey, untie me, dipshit. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> I I don't know how he got this far without noticing, but Nami explains uh, that the fake Luffy turned into brulee, and we kind of see a flashback to the rest of that scene. Uh, Nami escapes with her staff, which is just hidden in her cleavage at all times, <laughs> I guess, but it extends, and she uses it to escape. Carrot attacks, but her attack is reflected back because brulee can just kind of make a mirror that is a shield, and then, like, another fist came out of it and punched Carrot back out. She explains her power a little bit. Carrot attacks again, but this time Brulee makes a mirror that Carrot just goes into. She just falls into the mirror. Brulee closes the mirror. Poof, gone. (laughs) Bye. Carrot's gone forever. Into the fucking mirror dimension, I guess. But anyways, Big Mom uh, knows everything and hears everything because everything here is alive and connected to her. Guess what she calls all of the things that she's brought to life? <laughs> it's so weird that they're just homies. They're called homies, everybody. <laughs> it's really funny. Homie! It's really funny. Yeah, those little, those little toys that you could collect on the... What, were those in the 90s or the 2000s? Uh, 2000s, I think. It's it's so weird to hear them just say homies. Like, <laughs> it is a, It's not a word I expected to hear a lot in One Piece when I started it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting choice. I guess I, it's good that they got it. They got to give them like a unique name, right? So why not? But I, That's the other thing, too, is it's like, what's an alternative? Inanimate objects or a- or animals infused with soul power. I don't know what you call them, <laughs> but they're called homies. There, are, I, I'm looking at the wiki page for homies, and there are some that just don't even have names. Like the alligator guy <laughs> never got a name, but he's on here. That's surprising that he doesn't have a name. That's explained here, and kind of explained again later by uh, the big the big guy with the head. But yeah, so this sort of is interesting because now there's three different ways that animals might talk. There are zone type fruits, which are animal and people, <laughs> or in the odd case of Chopper, it, it, uh, a, a people animal. And then there's minks, and then there's animal homies. <laughs> Anyways, continuing this flashback, Chopper tells Nami to run, and I think he says something along the lines of like, "These are people under the under the emperor. We sh- probably should have been more prepared for shit like this to happen." And he goes monster point while Nami runs away. Uh, Brule is like, oh, yeah, I'll capture him because Big Mom collects exotic animals and weird stuff. Because that's, she wants one of everything. And I guess that includes weird shit that there's one of. Nami escapes pretty easily, it seems, after this happens. 
We don't see where Chopper goes quite yet, but he's not here now. Uh, and Nami presses uh, the big man, like, hey, what happened? You were here when that fight happened, so what happened later? And he doesn't really answer. Uh, he's kind of like, uh, bu -bu -bu, give me some apple juice from the waterfall, and maybe I'll tell you then. And they say no. Uh, we cut away to see Big Mom sending a character to go take care of Straw Hat, because as, as, as we said, she knows everything and sees everything. But she sends one of her sweet generals. There are three sweet generals that are high-ranking members in her hierarchy, and she sends one of them to attack Straw Hat, and his name is Cracker. It's <laughs> very good. There was a point when I was making this schedule looking at these episodes, and I was like, oh, Jory's gonna have a field day with this guy. <laughs> it's very funny that uh, there's, there's a Cracker, a guy named Cracker. There, One Piece has a Cracker. Uh, before you can beat me to it, before this episode goes out, I'm gonna edit the shut the fuck up Cracker image to have uh, Luffy's <laughs> face on it, so... Good as he's punching this guy. <laughs> this guy's design is weird. I gotta point out a thing right away. He's he's got a big old belt buckle that says B I S, which I'm a, I assume is probably supposed yeah. to mean like biscuit or something. But um, I'm pretending yeah, it's he's a biscuit boy. I'm pretending it means uh a best in slot uh terminology used in MMOs where you have the best item for that gear slot. So like best in slot helmet. He's got the best in slot belt for his gear. Yeah, it doesn't really match the look. It's just the best ass. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see him a little bit more later. Uh, it, he, he's kind of menacing off screen in this episode and then actually shows up in the next one. But uh, so he's coming. Uh, the big guy, the big man with the pink hair is talking a little bit about what happened. He wasn't sure why everyone stopped attacking Nami. He was like, are you strong? Because people just stopped attacking you. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I'm strong enough, whatever, I don't know. It's, I'm a woman in one piece, so there's a ceiling. But he sort of re-explains that everything here is alive uh, and, and a homie. Because every six months, citizens of Tatoland are, are forced to give a month of their life in exchange for safety here. I, I guess part of rent, I don't know. He, he calls Big Mom Lin-Lin here and then corrects himself to Big Mom. But he says she has the soul fruit, by the way. She could take people's souls and lifespans and then reinsert it into objects <sighs> that are then alive. Anyways, no big deal. Everything here is an extension of her. And when you put, when you put them to animals, they, they become anthropomorphized. Yep. <laughs> That's what happened with Randolph and I guess the crane. Yeah, but it doesn't work on people. They said it doesn't work on people. No, she can't double soul a guy. But... <laughs> I still have some questions. Can she just yeah? Can 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 she just make her kids live forever, or does she have so many hus has she had so many husbands and kids because I don't know if she outlives them? Because she's got to be very old. I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does outlive them. I'm not sure. You know, uh, Oda Oda is unclear about how long pregnancy lasts. <laughs> so it's I it's honestly hard to say. If there is a direct correlation between the amount of children she's had in her age. I, I, I am, uh, I am that being I'm said, still holding on to a thread that she has not given birth to all of her biological children, and there's some other bullshit way with her fruit she's been able to do it. I don't know anything that I can directly tell you. No, that's not true. And part of, that's partly because... One Piece doesn't have, like, birthing in it. <laughs> We're not gonna see it. Yeah. 
<laughs> She's 68, according to the wiki. Mm, sure. Almost nice. <laughs> Funimation apparently subbed, subbed this as Big Ma'am at one point. <laughs> I don't see that Weird. now. So, certainly never heard in the dub. Charlotte Linden, whose name we learned from this guy here because... Uh, a very funny reason. <laughs> but anyways, uh, he he says it... Uh, oh, oh, yeah, by the way, this, those little blob guys are extensions of her soul. So that's why they connect back to, to her in that way. She makes those. So everything here that's alive is because of her fucked up power. Be it a door, or a tree, or her hat, or the angry sun for Mario. That's all Big Mom. <laughs> that's the soul power. That's the soul fruit. That's terrifying. And yeah, so the end, he's like... That's not why everyone here looks like your friends. Those duplicates were uh, animals made to look like them because of the mirror power of, of Rulay. I'm glad, I'm glad they specified. Yeah, no, there's two different things going on. They're just a dangerous combination. They're like, why do you know all this, you weird guy? And he's like, uh, because I'm divorced. Uh, I, am, <laughs> I am an ex-husband. Uh, I, had, I had two kids, and then I was dumped. And then uh, Cracker shows up. And it, he doesn't show up here, but he's like entering the forest, and then that's the cliffhanger. Seven ninety seven. Uh, Cracker knocks out some trees. It seems to. I. I I'm not sure. I, I think it's hockey. Uh, Nami doesn't knock out, and neither does the big guy. Uh, so I'm not sure about it. And I think Luffy has a line of like not being sure if it's hockey, but uh, trees just start fucking withering near him and him fighting Luffy when when that starts. This is where I, I, you know, at this I point, sure he's, he's strong enough. I would believe it. I, I, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they hadn't gotten new souls into the forest yet. And like, that's why they're collecting. And because Luffy's fucking everything up, they can't distribute the souls to the forest. That's a little more complicated than the show for 12 year olds. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, does he have a, uh... no, it doesn't say that he has the Conqueror's Hockey. I, maybe I missed the answer or. Maybe it's just fear in this case. That's another thing that they mention is uh, them being scared of them. Uh, where, 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 he shows up in 797 and yeah, Luffy learns this guy, whose name's Pound, by the way. I guess I could have said it whenever. Pound's like, yeah, I'm super divorced. I just want to see my two kids. Dad writes. And Cracker then shows up and pulls him from the ground. And that's the reveal that he's actually just normal sized but with a big ass head he's still yeah. and yeah he's has he has long pink hair in a very specific style so it's not really <laughs> shocking at this point by the time he says let me see my daughter's lola and chiffon <laughs> at some point cracker goes on to say like big mom considers all of the ex-husbands to be not family members in any way yeah because because he's like i'm your stepdad listen to me <laughs> he's like no you're not he's like well i'm at least the dad of two of you <laughs> But not by not by Big Mom's rules. But he's still just here, which is the other thing. Nami has a lot of flashbacks here about Lola. Uh, back when in Thriller Bark, when she used trans panic to save herself. <laughs> uh, the whole thing about the Viva card too is sort of packed in there too. Because uh, if you remember, Lola gave her one and said, "This is a a uh, Viva card for my mom, who's kind of a big deal." Anyways, <laughs> now it's a handy. Sure is. <laughs> I don't remember then. I I know that when we did that episode, I obviously knew. I don't remember if you drew any attention to it or if we did, if we did at all. Now it now it's like, oh, a character says their mom is important. How often is that ever gonna happen? If not the one character who's known for being a mom. But I guess back with Thriller Bark, anything could have been true. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's like 400 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. The world seemed bigger then, and now it's like, nah, everybody's probably connected to <laughs> a few certain things at this point. Devil fruit users are naturally drawn to other devil fruit users. Mm-hmm. And the their noses look weird if you smoke a cigarette. <laughs> That's why Sanji does it. <laughs> All those flashbacks happen. Uh, Randolph the rabbit comes back, and Cracker knocks them down because this is his fight. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Luffy seems to think it's maybe not a hockey. So I, because it doesn't seem to affect people who aren't homies. So I'm not really sure. I get maybe it's just a fear thing. I don't know. Not, not really said, but Brule shows up. She's riding a giant tree that is bigger and worse than all the other ones. His name is King Bomb. Is that a, I don't know if that's a reference to something. I'm going to Google it and find out. That just comes up with the one piece wiki. So maybe not. <laughs> It's very funny seeing a wiki page for a big tree and being like, personality, relationships. <laughs> personality tree. History. Major battles. <laughs> Trivia. Uh, oh, I guess bomb is just German for tree. Oh, so King sense. tree in some way. Oh, here's a fun piece of trivia. King bomb's favorite source of nourishment is water. That's <laughs> <laughs> someone just fucking around on the wiki. Yeah, I mean, it probably is a thing he says at one point for all I know, but... Sometimes when you look up IMDb trivia for really bad movies, you can spot the stuff that's like, oh, someone's just fucking around and IMDb just has no, like, curation. No, a lot of, a lot of trivia on IMDb is just uh, hard to know if it's true. <laughs> but I imagine, yeah, the people seeking out movies that a hundred people total have seen probably are fucking around in some way. <laughs> and now that Brulee has arrived, all those clones of Luffy's friends turn back into animals and Run away. Luffy thinks that Brulee is just a branch on the tree. Uh, and then I think uh, continues to call her branch for the rest of the arc, um, which is funny. Uh, but then she pulls out a, a, a mirror and is, and is like, ah, I got your furry friends in here. Uh, Chopper, it, it did follow the white rabbit down a rabbit hole. They're now in the mirror world. <laughs> and Brulee's like, watch this, and then breaks the fucking mirror. <laughs> And they're like, oh no, my friends are in the mirror, and the mirror died, so I guess they're dead, and they're fine. I was like, no, we're fine, don't worry. We're fine, <laughs> we're completely fine in here. But they're like talking through the broken pieces still. And Chopper says something, but it's not shown to us what he says to Luffy. Cracker then goes to kill the divorced guy, <laughs> uh, Pound, but Luffy saves him. And Cracker's like, oh, is this pity? Do you have pity for this man? And he's like, yeah, I walked past him like 20 times, I'm attached. What do you want me to do? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more or less exactly what yeah, Luffy says. It's really good. It is true, though. That is how characters get l roped into this yeah. shit in this show. Is ah, They've been on screen for too long. I have to deal with it. That's, that's why people thought Caesar was going to join the crew. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's been on screen a while. <laughs> uh, Nami runs away with, with Pound. And this is when he says his name. He's like, I'm Pound, by the way. And Nami goes to get that Viva card out of her titties because I I think he, she he she must have mentioned Lola or been like oh you said Lola and Pound's like wait you mentioned my daughter's name and she goes to get the Viva card and but this makes all of the homies stop attacking her <laughs> because everything here answers to her soul and that's what the card is made from so very interesting payoff very funny I think that this now makes her the boss of all these. These trees and flowers and shit. A, a very interesting sort of use of a Viva card as well, because that's not 
uh, really what they're designed yeah. for. <laughs> but, you know, combination of power and, and mechanic. Uh, 798. Uh, the fight actually really starts with Luffy and, and Cracker. He goes second gear. He Im- Cracker immediately reveals that he can just generate more arms. He just like, I have, they call me the man of a thousand arms. And he makes a bunch of arms and he hits Luffy. Also, every time he generates an arm, it has the same sword that he claims is one of a kind. (laughs) Really funny bit. Uh, He just has, at this point, I'm like, oh, he's Robin, but worse. Like, it's a less good Robin power as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and you know what? The way he the but from what we find out in a little bit, the way he uses it is basically just Robin's power, but less good. <laughs> yeah, but with one with with, with weaknesses yeah. that are <laughs> a little a little dumber. Uh, but yeah, Luffy gets knocked into a scene with Nami because they're talking about the fever card stuff. Still, uh, he just continues to multiply more limbs. Luffy isn't able to break through either the swords or the biscuits because he's wearing you know biscuit armor. He's a biscuit man. Uh, Nami says, don't fight all out. You have to still have some energy to, to save Sanji and get out of here. And Luffy's like, fighting all out is all I know how to do. And then he gets his ass fucking handed to him for like 20 minutes. Because uh, he doesn't do any damage until he goes fourth gear. Spoilers. <laughs> Nami runs away. or no, no, Nami runs after, or tries to run after, but she's uh, stopped by Brule and King Bomb the Tree. And Brule talks some shit like the worst generation have come here and they all get their ass beat. Beje was the only one smart enough to join us. And Uroji, or uh, yeah, Uroji, Uroji, I don't know. The, the monk who is oh, weirdly uh, like on screen a lot for someone who's never interacted with Luffy. <laughs> he, was, he was the only worst generation person to actually win a fight because there used to be four sweet generals. Now there's three. Uh, but he beat one and then Cracker showed up and beat his ass. <laughs> That's wild that just all the other ones have been here. Yeah, it was, uh, it was what? Apu had been here, Kid had been here, Beje was here and joined up, and yeah, Arouge got his ass beat, and who knows where he's at now. Oh, wasn't, wasn't he in the sky before Kaido fell? Yeah, I guess that this would have happened before then, but those are the two things we know about him post-time skip, I think. Mm. But yeah, so she, uh, Brule continues to reveal to Nami, like, look, we know everything, because all of these things are part of big mom's soul and uh also i have this power to to see through any mirror on the (laughs) island anyways and she tries to drag uh nami into the mirror world uh but pound saves the day he he swings a punch i guess and saves nami that she gets her staff and does a thunderbolt and brulee slips back into her mirror and it closes um so she can go anywhere that has a mirror it's just period uh, is what Pound explains, and boy, is that some uh, just a part of this arc. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, Nami's going to take advantage of the Viva card. We'll see that happen in the next episode. We see Luffy fighting before the episode ends. Uh, Seven ninety nine starts with Reiju talking to Sanji, saying that uh, yeah, you know your other two brothers will be here tomorrow. He basically winces at it. Th- they seem to be the worst two. Not that Yanji's any good, but uh, they they seem to be the the the, the two that really trigger his trauma. Uh, and he has a nice little quiet moment. Sanji alone smoking a cigarette, and he like a butterfly lands on his hand, and it's nice until he looks at the cuff and remembers that uh, everything is actually pretty fucking bad right now. Uh, we go back to the Luffy fight. His ass is beaten over towards that cabin by the waterfall that I mentioned. All the homies run away, and then they're like, "Wait, we should actually." 
make it so he can't leave the forest and then they come back. <laughs> it's funny. Probably not in the manga, but very funny. Uh, yeah, so they come back and block him. Luffy can't break through the biscuit. And Cracker says some shit about Sanji. Uh, it says, like, look, Sanji, you're not going to be able to save him. He's royalty. He's another class of, of person. You're below him. Blah, blah, blah. If he was here, he would call you a, 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 a low-class nobody pirate or some shit. I don't remember the line. And uh, Luffy goes fourth gear. A muscle balloon. He can finally break the biscuit. And that's basically that's the first half of this episode, yeah. is, is that exchange. After the eye catch, Pedro and Brooke see uh, biscuit warriors, which have the same biscuit armor, but they're sort of, I don't know, they look like mindless drones wandering around the city now that it's dark out. And uh, this is kind of an interesting setup for what actually is revealed about Cracker's power. Pedro says he has a plan to utilize these Biscuit Warriors. We cut away from that, though, when we see the inside of the mirror. Chopper and Carrot are inside of... I mean, it's just Alice in Wonderland shit. It's just... <laughs> it's just a, like, infinitely no concrete shape, yeah. like, void <laughs> of checkered pattern... But all the walls and the floors and the ceiling are covered with mirrors that are just, you know, you look out of any one of them and it's a random mirror in Tato land. I don't know how big her range is, but that seems to be how it is utilized in this arc is there are mirrors in the archipelago of Tato land. They probably don't concretely say what her range is or how it works because it's just become so complicated if you actually try and do yeah. that. Because then it's like, well, what if she moves? What happens to the Mirrorverse? <laughs> so, don't think about it too hard, I guess. But anyways, yeah, so Chopper and Carrot have, like, balls and chains on their ankles, I, which is funny <laughs> as they drag them around. I'm combining this scene with another scene, but Chopper, once they sort of reveal that those are just mirrors across the island, they see someone's living room, they see a guy shaving, uh, Chopper decides to use this to their advantage and try and find where Sanji actually is with it. And, uh, Carrot starts calling her, um, like, Chopper, bro, what is it? Ch- Chonaki, I think, is the actual Japanese, but he he is taken aback by this. <laughs> yeah, because... A nickname <laughs> that calls him bro. Yeah, because uh, he's... All right, since I got this super good plan, you gotta call me big bro, because <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, it's funny. And then she does it, and he was like, I don't know what to do with and this. it's funny. I wasn't prepared for it. funny you. that she calls him Choaniki, because that's the name of a goofy video game series in Japan, which has got, like, it's like a shoot 'em up but, you, but oh. you're, like, buff dudes. But yeah, I, I think I'm jumping ahead with those scenes a little bit. But uh, the rest of this episode is is uh, in the woods. Nami uses the Viva card. She commands the homies to help Luffy, which... Doesn't really happen in this episode. Also, doesn't need it. He punches through Cracker and he's fucking dead. Blood goes <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's fucking gone. Just kidding. Oh, shit. It was a suit oh, no. of armor the oh, whole time, no. and he's just a little guy in there. Damn. A completely different looking guy, just hiding inside. <laughs> and uh, he's like, wait, but blood came out of it. He's like, no, it was jam. I'm just really committed <laughs> to the look of it looking like a guy. It's really weird. He just, yeah, he just commands... He just commands any biscuit he makes to uh to to move at his whim and uh so he makes a bunch of more suits of armor and makes them makes them fight some more. So now Luffy has to fight like eight crackers. It's not fair. And while the actual It's too many crackers. And while the actual cracker uh so 
there's something I noticed about this uh, cracker fellow. And something I noticed about the brulee lady. They both got scars on their face. They both got face scars. So they do. And they both got purple hair, which that, that makes me think that they're probably, like, have same parent or something. But a scar on the face, you don't, like, pass down scars. <laughs> you don't do that. That's, that's that a little scary. typically true about them. <laughs> I wonder if they are uh what what their what their father is. I don't know if it says. But they do both have purple hair. And also, why is Cracker's hair lit like fuses? <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it is weird, yes. <laughs> it's just one of those things where sometimes people whoopies have weird things going on. That's you know. Yeah, I'm looking through the the wiki and it doesn't seem to directly say I I don't think any dads are really named except for Pound, um, or maybe there's another example, but at least I'm not seeing anything for these two. But no, you uh, you do make a good point about purple hair, because there are some other purple hair, uh, Charlotte's. And what is what what does Big Mom just have? Pink. Oh yeah, all of her is pink. That's why I couldn't remember if it was pink or or not. But yeah, it's all pink, isn't it? All of her. I hadn't really considered they both had scars and purple hair, but. <laughs> Much to think about, I guess. <laughs> I uh, what was Brulee the eighth daughter, and I don't remember what uh, number son Cracker is. I, didn't, I don't think I wrote that down. Uh, Luffy just destroys a lot of these guys, and then is pretty evenly matched with the real guy. Uh, but then more armor gets created, and it's just it's just kind of a nuisance. It's it's kind of a how how will he punch enough to actually. Yeah. do damage to the guy behind the armor. Uh, Nami is now riding King Bomb the tree and yelling at all the homies <laughs> to help her, and I don't think they actually do in this chunk at all, but it's still kind of a building plot thread, I guess. This is where we get the chopper and carrot scene uh, deciding to look for Sanji back in town. Brooke uh, uses his cool samurai open and close sheath to do cut. Uh, he destroys the back of a, a biscuit soldier um, and then they hide inside of it as it does its patrol or whatever. Because they're just, I don't know, mindlessly walking around, it seems. I think that's the last we see of them in this trunk, too, is hopping in there. Um, and as the sun rises, a whole night has happened of Luffy fighting this guy. He does uh, the big Kong organ attack to fuck up all the armor at once. And he uh, dodges a counterattack. But I don't know. This fight doesn't... It looks good. It just, it's not really a play-by-play a -play to give. It's Luffy punching armor suits and then... Biscuit making more armor suits. Or Cracker making more Biscuit armor suits. But now it's a new day, which means more plot can happen <laughs> in the morning. Big Mom gets updates on the situation uh, of all this, but she's not really worried. And she's ready for the wedding cake and the, and the tea party, which will happen uh, here on this island. And uh, the two Vin Smoke boys arrive as well. And Sanji's not doing great with it. He's He's... I think we see a tear run down a face, and he's kind of shaking, holding his arms. Uh, but they all meet up in a throne room, and Judge uh, explains uh, some stuff about the the mission that those two just ended, uh, because the army that they went and ended the war for, they turned to Jerma after Doflamingo was no longer a, like After he was taken out by Luffy, they weren't able to get weapons from them anymore. So... They turn to Jerma. Jerma comes in and, you know, fucking murders everybody. 
And Raiju's like, there you go. No good deed it, it leads to doesn't lead to bad things happening. So really, it's Luffy's fault that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this happened. Which is interesting. I don't. I did not remember those things being connected in any way. But it's a, it's an interesting detail how big but also small the Grand Line actually <laughs> is. Compare, I guess, compared to what it used to feel like. Yeah. You know, pre time skip. Where now it's like, yeah, no, everybody's connected in some way because that's just how that's how a narrative works, really. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the the more important you are, the more you're gonna, yeah. uh, the smaller things are gonna seem. The older you get, but yeah, it's an interesting sort of progression it has. It, it it's a little bumpy as we talked about on Fishman Island and uh, a little bit of Punk Hazard, but I don't know. Now we're here, and I think this stuff's good. Uh, they also mentioned that the Reverie is coming up, and judges like. Technically, we're allowed to go there, but I have a feeling after this wedding, they're not going to let us, so so <laughs> be prepared for that, some, my children. Something with this I thought immediately is, how come they're part of the reverie, but also there's an ongoing manga in which they're the bad guys <laughs> made by the world government? Is that just a, like, super passive-aggressive, like, shit from the world government putting out a paper that's like, I hate I think these it's, guys? Most people think, most people think the military stuff they do and the super soldier stuff they do is just comic book. It's like, I think I literally last time I was like, it's like how in FNAF there are in-universe video games of the murder stuff happening to, to make it seem fake. Okay. But it's real. <laughs> I think that is sort of the purpose of those. And I don't think the... The World Economic Journal. I don't know if that's directly from the world government. I think that's, like, reporters that aren't owned by the world government. I'd have to double okay. check. I just assumed it's propaganda because the, the hero the is part of the Marines. <laughs> that's true. That's also probably the other... Yeah. What's his... I think his name's Sora. Yeah, name's Sora. Um, <laughs> he has a keyblade. He's friends and, with King Riku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no Kyrie in here yet. But yet, give it time. Yeah, I'm like, is there? I'm like, what's the? Is there a dog character? It's like, yeah, I guess the, the dog that shot baseballs or whatever in Alabasta. I'm like, is there a duck? Oh, is there a duck? Is there a mouse? Hmm. We'll work on it, I guess. Uh, they also all talk about how Sanji's a huge piece of shit, and uh, finally having a use after all this time. They get into a fight. Because Sanji de- uh, demands that they not waste their food. Because they're all eating, like, lunch or whatever. And he's like, You're, there's still food on your plate. Eat it. Or else, don't waste food. They're like, as if. And I don't like it. This isn't good. So it's bad. And I don't have to eat I it. I filled up on chocolate before I came here. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Uh, I think it's Ichiji says it. I don't remember if it's the red or the blue boy. I think it's the blue one. I know one, which one's but which, but I don't remember what... which one said it. The one that was blue. I... The blue one is Niji. Oh, okay. He then, to further piss off Sanji or whatever, brings in the chef, insults. It's it's an, it's a young woman or whatever, but then uh, insults her directly, goes to throw the plate of food at her for making bad food that he didn't like. But then Sanji catches the plate dramatically. But he, he does it at an angle so the food slides off the plate and onto the ground. And that'll continue into the next episode. Which is the last episode we're covering. 801. We did it, everybody. Wow. We've discussed 800 episodes of anime. I mean, well, I don't know. We skipped some filler, <laughs> but you know. More or less, every episode in Dress Rosa might as well count for two. <laughs> we'll get there. 
But 801. Luffy's still just beating the shit out of crackers. <laughs> uh, he makes the biggest fist he can. It takes him all of them out at once. It basically works, but then he hits his limit of hockey and deflates. And he's like, oh, I need 10 minutes. So he, he wanders around and hides in the, in the woods. So this is uh, really a Sanji episode. Back to the Sanji scene, he's talking about the food that, uh, he's like, food shouldn't be wasted. He talks about what the dish is and how it's made and why it's good for you, compliments it, eats it off the floor, and <laughs> says, yeah, it tastes good. This is, actually, this is really good. It's perfectly composed. And his, uh, his evil rich brother's like, that's fucking disgusting. How could you ever do something like that? And Niji, yeah, the the blue one goes to attack him. He wants to kill him. Uh, but I was like, no, you can't, because he has to get married. He doesn't attack Sanji. And yeah, Sanji, you know, just says the truth. Is like, yeah, you're awful for how you treat everyone as below you. You're, like, not real humans. Uh, which is all true. Uh, Judge is like, well, it must have been the way that pirate guy raised you or whatever to make you care about... <laughs> people who aren't royalty and he pulls out a picture of zeph and it's like it was this guy right <laughs> this is a pretty new picture too this isn't an old one this isn't his old facebook picture yeah. this is new yeah yeah he just updated it <laughs> we downloaded it printed it out uh but quick flashback that tamago the Eggman, uh he gave judge the cuffs and this info on zeph and just is like yeah if you don't do what you're told, we're gonna kill this guy. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty big threat for, for Sanji. Also, just kind of interesting, again, how direct it's just like, I'm your bad dad. I'm gonna kill your found family dad. <laughs> Who you know is a good guy, because that's an arc you're emotionally attached to, because you watched it ten years ago. <laughs> well, they're right. I am mostly attached to him. Yeah, which is why the rest of this episode being uh, flashback stuff, uh, is sad and effective. And I think all of this is new, right? I don't trust myself on it because I have seen all these episodes twice, but the stuff with him being stranded on the island with Zeph is new, right? Oh, uh, no, they showed that before. They, they didn't show- Okay, then I just- uh, the, the thing I think is new is him drop- I don't remember him dropping the bread into the ocean, but that's such a small detail that doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you remember it, then they must have shown it before. I just truly had no clue. And I was looking at the wiki, and it didn't say that anything was, like, added. Like, there's like there's no anime notes as if, like, this wasn't in the manga. So I just assumed it was. I guess the manga could have just shown. Yeah, because... Direct flashback. I, I just, again. I remember the, the like, the... Th the thing that makes the, uh, that whole thing hit hard is one... Because they play again when Sanji goes to steal food and turns out it's just treasure. And Zeph hasn't been eating the entire time because he was so... He felt close to the child because they both want to see the all blue. Yeah. I also thought it moved kind of quickly, so I guess that makes sense too if it's just reanimated uh, stuff that we've seen before. And yeah, him breaking off his leg. Also, I forgot how many days it goes by because he drops the bread... His last bit of bread on day 25 and then day 70 yeah. <laughs> goes to steal food. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess that must be why it felt short is because they've, they, you know, it's from the Barati arc. It's newly animated, but that's, that's part of it too. Cause they, something that, uh, 
I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a nitpick here. They reanimated uh, Sanji leaving Barati, and they made Sanji look more in line with how Sanji looks with the Karnat style. It's like, no, show him with the big bubble head. They still do make him look like like it's clearly the younger design, yeah. but yeah, there is a. It's it's like it, it's it's similar to Chopper or. I don't know, Iggy in One Piece, or, or Iggy and JoJo Part 3, where it's like, uh, it's somewhere in between what it actually looks like and what it eventually looks yeah. like. A weird, a weird, uh, uh, half measure. But yeah, alright, so, I mean, if that's all recap, flashback, then yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah, it, it's stranded on the island, can't eat, yada yada. It works. I think what was new is... Yeah, no, I mean, it still, it still is great. What was new is the stuff on Barati, like Sanji <laughs> dropping a plate of food at, like, 10 years old because he sees a hot lady. <laughs> That's fun. That is funny. <laughs> He's just always been like yeah. that. That's, yeah, he has. <laughs> would, it, would it be worse if, he, if it was, like, a new thing? Like, uh, like a week uh... a week before he met the Straw Hats is when he was like, oh, women are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Just learned about this thing called women. <laughs> they they got no. these things. Check this they out. Got, they got these things called boobs. Oh man, <laughs> yo. I mean, yeah. So a repeat of this flashback stuff. Uh, they have the same dream, and back in the present, he's like, "Well, guess I gotta go see pudding for lunch." <laughs> and the cliffhanger for the episode is Luffy still recovering, hiding from Cracker, but he is found. And oh no. I hope he's okay next time. And we'll find out when we make our second episode of February. Because <laughs> this is our first episode of February. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. You, you said you had some theories about... Uh, do you want to save them for next time on? Do you want to do them I'll, now? I'll do now, because next time on is one I get like... I predict, I yeah, predict the future. This is a little different. Okay, okay, I'm then we'll, we'll, we'll do your theory corner now. Justify. We'll do Jory's... Big, big, uh, two different Theories bits. are different than telling the yeah. future. Two yeah. different bits. So we'll do Jory's theory corner now, then we'll do our <laughs> plugs, and then, as always, we'll end with Jory uh, accurately predicting what happens <laughs> next time on the next chunk of episodes. So, okay, what's your, what's your theory, then? So, Sanji don't got a mom that we've seen. Um... Huh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Very quickly, I was like, oh, man, Sanji doesn't got mom. He doesn't like his dad. I sure Sanji has like it's a it's a weird thing that would translate into it, but I could see it working. Maybe maybe like the only one in his family who was nice to him until like his dad like fucking executed her in front of the kids or something was his mom. And that's why uh, that's also why the sister has a different name. And uh, why Sanji is, uh, he loves all women and he cannot, because he has specifically said that all he can't, like, hurt women. And seeing that he has a bad childhood, maybe there's something related to that childhood as to why he is not going to lay his hands on a woman. Because we've seen, saw that Luffy will punch a woman. He did it to uh, Vivi. You're suggesting that Sanji has mommy issues. I don't even. I think in a in a way that I I don't know when I when I think of like when people bring up blank parent issues, I think of oh they have a bad relationship with the parent. So that, but I imagine this could be something just like, uh, <laughs> mom died and then uh, 
dad was bad mm-hmm. and mom was the only one who was nice to him. Or <laughs> it could be even worse. I would not be surprised if Judge Vince Milk just fucking executed his wife. Because I, I also do think there there could be something there about how uh, Sanji's Sanji, if he got married, would be getting a stepmom. Uh, well, mother-in-law. He'd be getting a new mom. He would have a new mom. And how she's got dad and there's mom and he's getting married and there's stuff that's weird going on with with him loving women. There's a lot of of threads here that could go nowhere and that's fine. But Sanji don't got a mom. (laughs) I'm very stuck on that. It's a a fair point (laughs) to be stuck on based on everything we've seen. You know, this guy makes a big deal about the five children he's bred. And there's no mom in sight. <laughs> so that's, you know, you raise good questions. Either that or they were made in a lab, and that's why you gotta use a hydraulic press to fix their face. Yeah, you think they're, do you think they're pod boys? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Guess we'll just have to keep watching. Find out next time. Well, well, what are we doing next time? 802 through what? Let me look. Uh, I'm always bad at saying 802 through 810. I think we got a new opening in the next chunk as well. Oh, good. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get some more Sanji flashback. Maybe, maybe we'll learn the origin of of why he liked that. Who could say? Guess we'll just have to watch and find out. And you'll accurately predict it all in the final bit that we do after the plugs. But first, uh, where can people find you on the internet, Jory? You find me on Twitter at no, I'm Jory, where I've got tweets and they're good. Uh, only bangers. That's my. <laughs> if it's not a good tweet, I won't put it out. So, go to my timeline for only the best tweets. But that's where <laughs> you can find all my good web content. I got a dog you can look at. I got records. I got a lot of them. I got more records today, which isn't good. You? <laughs> From the place I work at, even. You? I guess I'll plug my letterbox because I got a I got a funny list on there of bad movies that I need to update actually. I forgot to put our Friday's movies on there. Um <laughs> over two hundred or two hundred and three as of this Friday of mostly bad movies that we've watched. There's good ones on there like Alien and Halloween. But then we have shit like The Pest. We watched the uh the Christian scared child groomer movie that just came out that people were talking oh, about. Oh yes, i I have seen about that. It's very boring. You think it, they when you think when they make a movie that's about communi- COVID creating communism and outlawing Christianity, mm-hmm. you'd see like people get like blasted for believing in God or something. Now it's just like long, no, long droning on shot, reverse shot of people going, and then Jesus, you know, in the Bible, he's really good, and Christians found a way to keep going, doing their thing. Sounds bad. <laughs> Don't watch it. Look at my list though and see. Go. How mm. could Jory do this to himself? And I can't say alcohol oh, good. because um, <laughs> I lost last Fridays without alcohol. Well, I don't envy you. Uh, although eventually we will probably talk about the Christian movies. The <laughs> what, what oh yeah, we the... gotta do that. That's <laughs> not dead. We we said we would for extra life, and we still have not gotten around to it. So. Um, that's, you know, gonna come eventually. <laughs> oh, I thought of this guy on a YouTube channel, and he has, he, he's German, that's like the most important thing, and <laughs> is a vid- one of his videos is Jesus is mine, bro. 
That's really funny. <laughs> Thumbnails him pointing at Jesus saying, mine, dude. German is a funny language. It is, yeah. Uh, anyway, where can we uh, find you? Well, twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, plugging interstitial and not much else for now. Eventually I'll get back to writing about Disney movies and you can, I do have a letterbox to ghost of Joe if you care about that or whatever. My list of uh, 2021 movie rankings has, has now gone far past a hundred movies. Hell yeah. I, st- I still have, I don't know, maybe 10 more on my to-do list that I want to get through. Uh, but there'll eventually be an Oscars movie podcast on the Orange Ghost Patreon like it was last year. I'm looking forward to uh, bullying uh, Chris relentlessly for liking Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> and probably, I don't think there's anything else that will even happen on that podcast. No, I will do my best to be a nice, good friend, um, even though I hate that movie. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. Interstitial's still kind of the, the big, big plug. You know, season three, I GM'd it, edited it, did the music, produced yeah, all of it in, in complete secret and then just released it upon the world. Uh, heist, a heist movie-inspired season. Stealing shit from Raccoon City Police Department. And maybe some other cool stuff as you keep listening to it. You can listen to all of it, all of it at the Got It Memorized Patreon, or you can listen weekly for free. And eventually I'll release the soundtrack once it's closer to being done in the public feed. But that's my plug. For now, um, you can follow this show on Twitter at We Are Watching OP and follow us on Twitter at uh, I think I already said that. You can support us on Patreon at We Are Watching OP. Get these episodes early and our monthly bonus stuff. I think we're going back to Foxy Town this month, making up for lost time. Going back, <laughs> got to go back where it all began, the Matrix. And I think that's it. Uh, as always, we'll we'll thank our patrons here in a minute thank you to our patrons of february the exact moment that i am reading this now adam b adam w andrew anton anxious dust ash shock becca ben Brittany, captain moki chad clueless wanderer connor damian deus equus eric v gage hayden heidi jay harkins Fooney, jalen james jamie ziz joe d cat d cat f ken kyle lucas luke maddie mallory mark with a C, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Maurice, McFoley, 299, Minty, Morgan, my buddy, Paulina, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Solomon, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Tony, Trey, Vedicky, and Verdigree. Thank you all so much. I did it now. I, I, thanks, everybody. Those were all the names thanks I said. The Live. I think that's it. I think that's all the stuff we plugged. So we'll be back. In two weeks' time, with more whole cake, more the whole cake, more Luffy punching crackers, the whole cake, and nothing but the cake. Luffy's gonna punch the shit out of those crackers. Spoilers: I, I shouldn't say that when you're about to do your prediction. So maybe you'll maybe you'll predict something else. Uh, but yes, that's it. Take take us home, Jory. What's happens? What happens next? So, uh, Chopper and Carrot are in the mirror world, mm-hmm. and they're looking through all the mirrors. They're 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 gonna be looking through them and we'll see some ones we're gonna see like Buggy singing in the shower because that'll be a funny gag, and that Buggy he's always doing that'll something silly. Funny. Uh, we'll we'll see like Jewelry Bonnie eating some food. We'll see Vivi being like, "Oh man, this Reverie's gonna try and fuck over my friends, the Straw Hats, who I am a member of. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise." And 
they're gonna come across a mirror that's Kaido's. That's gonna be like it's just gonna be Kaido's bedroom, hmm. and they're they're going to they're gonna jump through the the Kaido mirror and land in Kaido's room, and they're gonna hit the cutscene flag that triggers Act Three of Wano. And they're gonna zip there. That's the speedrun strat to get through whole cake. <laughs> you, hit, oh, okay. you hit the Act Three Wano exit flag by going to through a Brule's uh, mirror world, and that's how you get to Wano. Wow! You just skip all that stuff. That's a pretty good strat. L- Luffy and the other straw hats might be a little under leveled when you do that, but there's there's some other tricks. Uh, I, I was told that there's the Shanks skip as well in Wano. Uh, I'm terrified to find out what that means, mm-hmm. but. We'll just have to figure out next time. <laughs> next time in Wano Act 3. And until <laughs> next time. To be. Continued. Continued.